Hello, welcome to week seven of Where's the Line. I'm your host, Jimmy Fenton, and what a week we have installed for us this week. It's an absolute cracking line up ahead at HQ Flemington with the Turnbull Stakes giving us the matchup we've been waiting for all spring in Sympathise versus Very Elegant, followed by Ramwick, which has the Epson and the Metropole, which shapes me an absolute cracking. I'm joined here by possibly the greatest individual performance in podcast history, the Hop Tipster. Tyler Jews. I practically can run this podcast by myself, Jim. Well, you almost, get on my back. You almost get had on my this fucking week. back. Uh, well done, mate. Congratulations. You got a nice little lead on the units, that's for sure. Um, we're also joined by, so he's been a special guest a few times this year, the old boy, Marky Mark. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you going? Yep, good, mate. Still recovering from the AFL Grand Final weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, and and our, our, our other special guest this week, uh, after Ty, after Regan and um, and Schmicky, unfortunately had pro obligations. Uh, Regan had to take the missus out for dinner, and and Schmicky had to work. <laughs> but um, so this bloke here, he uh, he came in for the last episode last year, tipped us a twenty eight dollar pop winner at Belmont. Uh, he's coming red hot off of the red carpet from the Sandover Medal. That's right. Blair Bell. How are you, Jim? Good, mate. Good to have you. You ready to tip some heat or what? Oh, better be going better than what I have been lately. Anyone's going better lately. than Ditcho, so you're right. <laughs> yeah. Put it this way, we had about a 20-minute heat discussion with Regan about units and how he can find ways to pet making up because he's so far behind. <laughs> <laughs> I'll jump on a couple of roughies. Who was <laughs> well, apparently he doesn't want to. <laughs> Uh, alrighty, so I think we uh, may as well get straight into it. So what we're going to do is go straight to uh, Flemington HQ uh, and watch the absolute belter. Um, I had written down for the track report it was a, a good three, but um, what we didn't realise was Tyler Jews is a. This is why he's number one tipster. He's actually looked at the weather and it's raining not not only tomorrow, not only Friday, but Saturday as well. And so this good three will not be there on Saturday, will it? No, nah, it should be soft seven. Hopefully not on the bad side of soft seven. It should be soft. Yeah, preferably soft six, probably. Yeah. But yeah, all right, so let's get straight into it, boys. So let's go to race for the Gilgai Stakes over 1,200 meters at Flemington. Tyler, you may as well kick us off, mate. You're the hot, hot tipster. I'm going Splintex at $5.50. Um, very good two weeks ago. Has trialed last week, so be practically backing up, which I love to see in the horse. Um, he can handle the wet ground. He's raced three times in the soft, but he's and he's lost, but he lost to Eduardo twice and Nature Strip as well, so... I think that's very good in, and he's two from two in the t- um in the heavy. I think Zutori is a danger, but it is soft and doesn't have a very good record. So happy to cross him off. Away game can be a smoky, but she's up three and a half kilos, and she is a smaller filly, um, not as big as Splintex. So it might be a bit harder for her to handle the weight because Splintex is also up three and a half kilos. <clears throat> also, don't mind Campbell Passer, but I'm going with Splintex with Brett Pebble. Just throw him the whole field. Modra, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who you like it here, mate? Uh, listen, I agree about Splintex. However, um, it's on the top weight, 59. Um, it's going to be a big weight, so I'm going to go away game. That's one of my faves. He's run around 56 and a half. If it was a good track, I reckon Zutori would be a good thing. However, on the wet track, I don't think it performs at the 59. It's the only horse that didn't really go up in the weight, so that would have been a good one on a good track. But with the wet track, uh, yeah, let's roll the dice with a away game. Beautiful. Uh, Belly, who are you here, mate? Uh, I was with um, Modra or with Zutori if it was going to be a good track, but um, considering Tyler's input on the track conditions for the weekend, I've switched and I've jumped on Kemal Parsa, um, Damien Lane, Barrier Nine. I think it'll it'll get out um, get out well and be up on speed and um, and yeah, pretty, pretty pretty hard to beat. 
Lovely, man. I like it. I wish I didn't say anything about the track. I'd have been up <laughs> even more, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to stick with Zutori, number one. Um, it's one of my favourites. It was a, I thought it was a pretty good run first up, although only running fourth. It's a huge weight swing on the others. I think it's about three and a half, possibly four kilos on Splintex and away game. Um, so obviously the soft track doesn't help it, but I still think he's going to prove to be too, too strong and $3.90, I'll happily take it. All right, let's move to race five, the Daniel Stakes, which is over 1,100 metres. And I think this is an absolute cracking three-year-old race. Uh, Belly, you want to kick us off here, mate? Um, yeah, I didn't have too much time to do much too, uh, too much form, but um, I had a look uh, after the um, tip from the track again on this one, and um, I've gone ingratiating. Um, I think it's probably the best horse in the race. And um, Damien Oliver on 30 in from a spell, I think um, I think it'll run a cracker. Fair enough, mate. I like it. Modra? Yeah, we've gone for a little bit of a roughie. Peter Moody, uh, Jai McNeil on him on a gimme par. Um, sort of golf-related, isn't it, really? He's only had three starts, two wins in the second. He's been competing against the Colts. Um, he's probably the best filly in the race. Um, so I think the chicks get up here. Um, obviously, there's hardly any form on wet tracks here. Um, they've only, a lot of them only had a couple starts. So, yeah, um, yeah let's have a crack at Gimme Par. Lovely. Uh, Tyler? I think we're going to name the full best horses in the field because I think Ingratiating, General Bow, Ranch Hand and Gimme Par, that's going to be your first four. Yeah, I think so. As long as they can handle the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't know how they're going to handle Everything yeah. out of that is yeah. going to be no good. But I am, I'm going with Ranch Hand. Um, Found this very tough because um, there's a four very good three holds being in it. Um, I've gone with Ranch and Simi because of its last run, knocking off ingratiating. It was outstanding from Barry Six. He can choose what ground he can take. So if he wants a rail, he can go or he can go stand side. You can see behind the leader and be ready to pounce like he did the following week as well. And Brett Pebble staying on board is a big tick as well. And Chris Waller has been very good lately. So very good. Well, this is good because we've got four different tips here again, and I think we've got the four best horses. And honestly, I reckon this is this field here. Uh, it's going to come down to who's better suited to the wet on the day. So I've gone with number two, General Bow, at five to one. Uh, I actually seen a a, um, a photo pop up on my Instagram the other day of General Bow in the um, autumn when he um, got done by I think he got done by a nose by Anima. Um, yeah, and I didn't realise he actually had form against Animo, so that's pretty good form. It's been but, racing against Entire as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he, so his run last last run was <clears throat> unbelievable. I think you had it as your best bet that yeah, day. Yeah, it was, it was a much weaker field though. So. Yeah, that's fine. I still think he um, should uh, sit on speed, and I think he'll be pretty hard to run down. He's, he's won at Flemington before as well, which is always a big tick down the straight. All right, let's move across to Flemington Race 6, the <clears throat> Rose of Kingston Stakes, which is over 1,400 metres. Tyler, you got a tip here, mate? I'm going Mystic Journey, $4.80. She had a good return last week, and she can handle the soft. But Anavisto, I feel like, is a good price as well. But the wide barrier is a bit of an issue. But yeah, Mystic Journey, $4.80. Lovely, mate. Modra? Yeah, um, even though Ecumenical will lead, um, it's got a reasonable uh, form in the soft track. It's won three out of seven. I think um, Odium, um, I... I rate the horse. It's got Damien Lane on it, trained by Mick Price, uh, Mick Kent Jr. Um, it's had 10 starts, three wins, and one of them was on a heavy track, so we're probably hoping for a heavy track. Um, 59 kilos, top weight, but it's uh, set for a big first-up run. It's been running over on the Eastern States. and um, It's yeah, a cracking horse. It's a cracking horse, yeah. Been on it a few times. I think the only query is probably being first up, but if he's got the fitness, he's probably going to be right there, I reckon. Yeah, two starts, first up, one win. Uh, tracked t- uh, twice at the track for a second. 
Um, yeah, so, and on a heavy track, one for one, so. Beautiful. All right. Big Bellman, what are we going, mate? Uh, I'll go for number three, Mystic Journey. Um, I'm with Tyler. I just think um, her return was, was um, good, and I think she might be back. Um, doesn't mind the soft track, so I'm with, back with Mystic Journey. Well, looks like we've got three out of four here. I'm on Mystic Journey as well, one of my favourite horses of all time. When I first started punting, that was a superstar coming out, besides Winksy, of course. But, um, you know, she was the next big thing. Um, absolutely huge first up. I was quite impressed, and I'm hoping that she's back to her best. All right, let's get across to the... Uh, I think this is the biggest race of the entire weekend. Flemington Race 7, the Terminal Stakes, over 2,000 metres in what is a warm-up for the Kilfield Cup. And honestly, I think if you're backing outside the two uh, favourites here, you may as well just fucking throw your money to the poor, because that's where it's going. <laughs> I reckon Colette's a chance, but that's the only one that can change it. It goes to you. Yeah, all right. Well, Tyler, who do we like, mate? I'm going to incentivise. I, I did have a future bet with it going to the Metro, but it didn't end up going to the Metro. So $2.80. It was tough to split um, them with Very Elegant, but I've gone with the boy. I think Very Elegant is going to be extremely hard to beat, especially if it is a soft. But going off what I've watched and heard, I think Incentivise has a little bit more improvement from his previous runs, and he's finally hitting distance where he's best suited as well. He can handle the soft track as well, being three from three, and one of his wins from the soft track, bar all being a benchmark 70, he beat him by like seven lengths, and he like walked it in. And I do agree with Modra as well. Colette is very good odds at it for a wet track. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Modra? Yeah, I'm a very elegant person. Yeah, so I've backed that heaps of times. I've won probably six or seven times. I'm not changing. It, that incentivises is a mega horse, but very elegant's won seven group ones now, I think it is. And um, last last uh, start was a, a win that I didn't expect it to win. Uh, it's gone on to Flamo. It's going to be a wet track. It's only going to be to its advantage. I think it wins this race, and I reckon it wins the Cox Plate. So I know a lot of people on that Zaki for the Cox Plate, but I'm a, I'm a very elegant man, so... Not on the piss, mate. <laughs> uh, belly? Yeah, I'm with Modra. I'm a very elegant man too. Um, I think she, I think she's the best horse um, in Australia. Yeah. Uh, she's a tough horse. She she'll yeah she'll um, she loves a fight as well. So if Colette's there in the wet or whatever, she'll um, I think she'll out fight any horse that takes it to her. So um, yeah, I, I, I can't. There's a couple of roughies in there that I like. But I don't think that they can they can beat very elegant. I think Explosive Jack is um, is a chance to run a decent race at big odds. Uh, may, maybe sneak into a place as well as Per Sand. But um, other than that, yeah, I, yeah, can't be getting. I can't be backing against very elegant. No, I think you hit the nail on the head there, Billy. I think it's the best horse in Australia. And then you add the wet track to it. There's not a better horse in Australia in the wet track. Jungle Edge. That's <laughs> <laughs> about it. <laughs> but even then, he's probably second to the very early. You need a heavy fifteen and with my ten links. Yeah. Well, very. Yeah. I'm with. I was. I'm the same until I seen the wet track. Um, but yeah, as you, as Belly said, if it's you know a uh, nail fight for the finish, I don't think you've ever seen a more gritty horse than very elegant. And I've seen him do it. Th- or seen her do it three or four times now, where she's been headed off. And she's fought back and still won. So I think mean, very elegant. Two dollars forty looks like an absolute good bet. All right, we go to the race eight, the Bart Cummings, which is a exemption into the Melbourne Cup. So whoever wins this, drains to the Melbourne Cup. I don't know if you're backing them for the Melbourne Cup, but they're in the Melbourne Cup. 
Uh, so let's go straight to Tyler. Who are you liking here, mate? I think it's um, a pretty hard, pretty yeah, hard race to pick. I find it very hard, um, but I'm going with the overseas Galloper Pondus. Eight bucks um, has a good record over the longer distance and has form in the wet as well. And it's got Brett Pebble on. You love your Pebble, though. yeah. I fucking love him. Pebble's I mean, he's, magnificent. He's that good. He is magnificent. Lucky Schmicky's on here, otherwise he'd be good. Schmicky love loving. Schmicky rides him hard. Yeah. Schmicky rides it? him harder than Brett Pebble rides horses. <laughs> It was either that or Dawn Patrol, I reckon. I think the overseas gallopers will, should win this. Yeah. All right. Um, Modra, who you like here, mate? I've backed this a few times, and uh, I'm just looking up its wet form, and it's uh, had five starts in the soft and came, no, one, two, and came second. It's had a really good um, record, 13 starts, five wins, three seconds, in the, and two-thirds, so he's only missed the place three times. Um, he's been unlucky, and he's hitting the, hitting the line very strongly, and that's a Charlie Rose. Um He's come from, um, he's a South Australian horse. On the tight track at Caulfield, he really hasn't been able to get around on that bend and get home. But at Flamo, I reckon he's been waiting for this. And I've been waiting for him to hit Flamo. So, Charlie Rose at a, uh, $7.50. I think that's uh, a good each way bet. Lovely. Well, me and Belly told me four podcasts and we backed its last two. And uh, we've seen Barrier 20 and we've been pretty disappointed. So, I think we've both jumped off, eh? Flamo, Flamo. Yeah, it won't matter at Flamo. Yeah, that's... Who are you going, Belly? Um, yeah, I've I've been on Charlie Rose last couple, but um, I am hell hopping off, which so it'll probably win. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely win. I've been following a horse, um, you know, a, a Freeman horse going towards Melbourne Cup. Um, it's been aimed at the Melbourne Cup, and the extra distance and getting to Flemington um, will help. That's Realm of Flowers. Yeah, um, yeah like Barry nineteen, but like um, Mo just said, Flemington. I think it'll get out the back, and if it gets, and the, the gap should open, and um, it doesn't mind, doesn't mind a wet track. So um, I think it'll be hitting the line at twenty one dollars. That's going to be my play. Lovely, mate. That sounds like a nice little crack. What's it paying for a place? Let's have a look. Uh, four, four. Uh, oh no, six bucks. Six bucks. Nice little each way play there. Yeah. Alright, well, I'm with Tyler. I think it's going to be an international horse here. I find this house race a really hard one. I always struggle these days because there's just so many different four lines and you just don't know what they're going to do Simon on the day. Marshall tomorrow night. He's yeah. guru. You just don't know what they're going to do on the day. Guru, guru, yeah. The, the yeah, Simon Marshall was pretty What's good. Racing.com or something. Uh, get, get on. on. Yeah. Get on. What's yeah. that on? Uh, uh, Racing.com. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to stick with number two here, Dorm Patrol at $12. Uh, second run in Australia. He didn't like the valley, but it was only three legs off the winner. I mean, he's much better suited over the longer distance, up to 2,500 here. Uh, Jai McNeil, which is the Melbourne Cup winning jockey. Um, so I think um, if there's anyone that can ride a good long distance race, it's, it's Jai McNeil. So Dawn Patrol at $12. Let's go. All right. That concludes Flemington for the day. Now we roll across to Ramwick. Uh, and Ramwick's Raiders are good for right now, but there's a little bit of rain around, so that might get to a soft track. But we'll have to wait and see for the day. We'll go straight to race six, the Premier Stakes. Uh, I, I'm, I, should we even go to Tyler? I know exactly what you're going to tip here. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, let me guess. Number five, Rothfire. Yeah, Rothfire, $3.90. I think that's a very good bet. Um, he was huge on his return from injury. Like it was, I think he was very good considering it was a soft seven like, and it was a borderline heavy track. Um, I don't think he enjoyed the track very well either. Um, so I think, well, obviously the danger is Mask Crusader, but I think Rothfire should get over the top of him pretty easily. Beautiful. Does Splintex come here? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think Splintex will win in this race. I think he's better suited at the other other race, but... Agreed. He's not up to this film. No. Modra, who you like here, mate? Mate, one of my favourite horses um, going around, Mask Crusader. I've got it to win the Everest. It should win this. Obviously, it gets back and needs a fast pace. Um, last week, it sort of got around and um, was never going to win on that track. Obviously, if you have these front-running tracks and nature strips in front, then it's just too hard. But it was a pretty good run. Um, he came uh, third. Um, he flew home like fifth. he always does. Fifth. fifth. Um, sorry. He came home late. Came home late. Um, the, the jockey didn't seem too interested in it. Um, so, yeah, so we need a fast pace. But if we get the cracking pace, Mars Crusader is my bet of the day. Tommy Berry yeah, as well. Yeah, back on. Yeah, that's always yeah, nice to see. hunting for some winners as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Been off for a while. Yeah, uh, Bellman, who are we going, brother? Um, I'm with Mars Crusader as well. Um, the extra hundred meters as well. I think was eleven hundred last start. Yeah, I think the extra hundred will suit. Um, and yeah, like this, like Modra said, if there's a bit of speed up up top, I think um, Tommy Berry won't won't be too far off him. He won't be as far off him as he was two weeks ago, and I think he'll um, he'll get over him, and I think he'll get over him quite well. That's one thing I've been annoyed about with Musk Crusader is he's been going all the way back to the tail. And obviously Musk Crusader sit third or fourth in the race and, you know, come out and still have its burst at the end there. So I wouldn't mind seeing him settle, settle a little bit further forward this yeah, time. Yeah, I don't think... I, I, well, I hope not. But yeah. I hope he doesn't get... You wouldn't go back, back from Barry 3. You'd, be you'd, you'd hope he'd be second or, you know, three pairs back. Yeah. If he's sitting people sixth, I think he's probably the winner. Yeah. The, but the thing is, if he does that and he's got the option to go forward, if they've got a slow pace, and like in that um, race last week, he just um, went, he was fucked. They, there was no, no way he was going to win, and you, you could see the, the body language from the jockey. Like mm. he just brought him home as he should, but he wasn't invigorated. Like no. he wasn't having a crack at it. No. no. Right. Yeah. Well, he knew that he, he, knew he couldn't win. Yeah. 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 I'm with the boys. I'm on my number one Master Sado, number one of my favourite horses. Um, as we said, pretty unlucky last time, got way too far back. This time he'll be uh, a little bit closer and hopefully um, he can run straight past Rough Fire this time. All right, let's go across to race eight at Ramwick, the Epsom, which is an absolute cracking race. Uh, Tyler, who are we going with here, mate? Going Mwanga at $7.50, uh, absolute star, nearly knocked off, incentivised and knocked off very elegant first up. Has Tommy Berry back on, like I said before. Um, he's going to be fired up, coming back from suspension. He most like, he, He's going to get some winners this, um, on the weekend. Um, I th- don't think he should be $7.50. I think he should be way shorter. I agree. I, like, he's, he knocked off what, the best horse in Australia. He's, uh, I don't know. Who's the favourite? Uh, Riadini is what been leading all its races and it's from Barrier 15 now, yeah. so the only thing about Riadini because I'm with you I'm on um, I'm on Malonga as well anytime you're running seconds and beating very elegant and running second incentivised which are two best horses going around at the moment it's got to be backing them yeah. but that Riadini's gone down from 59 coming second to very elegant down yeah. to 51 and a half which but is, he's drawn the car park so, yeah. so that's, I, I, that's why I'm knocking him if um, he had it, if he drew well you'd have to back it with yeah. that type of weight swing but with the bad draw and Malonga's third up record as well it's two from two which yeah. is like excellent um, inside oh he's got a wide barrier but hopefully he gets a cushy ride somewhere yeah. sits at the back Tommy Berry bring him home yeah, let's I just think Hungry Heart is a very good bet, bet as well if it stays dry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm with you. I'm with uh, number one Moanga as well. I think um, that Harmony Rose will push up and try and push Riadini, yeah. and hopefully, um, I think Discharge likes to run on pace. Yeah. So there's a few things there that are going to put a bit of pressure on him. So if we can put a bit of pressure on Riadini. Hopefully, Moanga can get a nice little cushy run. 
get a bit of cover and run over the top of them at $7.50, you're beauty. Yeah, discharge grade too as well, so. Yeah. Um, Modra, who do we like, mate? I like Hungry Heart, mate. It was a massive run against very elegant last start. Um, it had the 56 and a half kilos, it's dropping down to 52. Um, it can run in the soft, but probably won't run in the very wet. So if it's a good to soft track, it's going to be very close. A lot of people rate this horse as a big time horse. Yeah. Right. We've been um, following it big time. Yep, yeah. it, um, second up from a spell. Out of Frank um, Yep. And we love the Frank Hell, don't we, Mike? Kieran McAvoy and uh, Chris Waller. Oh, danger, danger, Will Smith. I, I, think, I think get on. I think she'll be better over further. I think she's yep. like a yep. borderline, very elegant sister in the making. It'd be interesting yeah. to see what it was set for, what it was set, set for the episode or whether it was set for somebody else. The danger, obviously, besides the obvious, and at rough. I just starve the seas, right? 31 to 1. Especially if we get a bit of rain. If there's no rain, it's no chance. Um, Bellman, who are we liking here, mate? Um, I was with Moanga, but um, I was going to throw I'll throw a roughie out there. Um, uh, hasn't been putting in too many good ones of late, but... Don't you say Dallas, um, I'm going to jump on Dallas. No. <laughs> <laughs> way, oh, how's you going, mate? <laughs> <laughs> That's no one most hated horse in the world, <laughs> And yeah. on top of that, Regan's already messaged us to tell us he's jumping on Dallas Ann. So I'll tell you right now, I couldn't hope for anything more than for you to lose on this. Oh, well, I'm, um, Don't say that. Yeah. I'm, I'm on um, Dallas Ann, James McDonald, Barrett eight, third in from a spell. It'll be peaking, I think. If it's going to run it, if it's going to come back and show some of its early form, I think it's got to be in a race. I'm actually similar surprised, to this. Yeah, surprised James McDonald's on board Dallas Ann. Very, I just That's can't believe it. They are the definition of a jockey jumper, though. Fucking, they play musical chairs on the back of the horse. Yeah. One, one, you run one bad race. Oh, fuck them! There comes the next yeah. one. <laughs> I reckon that. I reckon that horse must have had ten jockeys in its last twelve runs because yeah. it's had about ten bad runs in a row. Yeah. It's <laughs> shit. Yeah. Its last run. Its last run was actually not too bad. Um, it ran. I know it ran eighth, but uh, it was only two and a half lengths off, and, and that was the race Sierra Sue won. Oh yeah. Um, I've been waiting for it to do something. It hasn't really done much. Do something. But, um, at, at, you, know, you know, I like something at odds. and it, it, You do like your odds. Uh, but Moanga is still, I think that's overs at 7.50. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty wide open, isn't it? Yeah. I think the only knock on it is 57 kilos. Yeah. yeah. He's, a, I was, he's a big boy. I so. said to Dad um, on Monday, because I got a bonus bet, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'll just put this on the futures. I looked at the thing, I said, how the fuck is Moanga $7.50 in this field? And I thought there must have been something to do with the weights, and you can see you can see why it's got a little bit, of, but still, it probably should be about five dollars, I think. So yeah. that seven dollars fifty, we'll take it. But all right, we jump across to Rain Week Race Nine, the Metropolitan over twenty four hundred, and I think this is another good race to, to bet on into. Um, Tyler, who you like, mate? Got tipped this by Modder a few weeks ago and ran very well. So I followed the week after and won impressively again. And all been in a weaker race, but like I said before, I love horses that backs up, and this fella's backing up for his third week. So has got the best front run, best front running jockey on board, being Tim Clark, I reckon. So from barrier four, I reckon he can get to the front, dictate the race on his terms, and win. So I think Montefiore can run a good race as well. So intent. Yep, intent. Beautiful, Marcus. I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this monophilia for this race. Um, I think it's going to it's going to trounce them. Um, it's it's been wanting this. Um, I've been waiting for this, and I think this is the get out stakes here. It, it's the last race of the day, is it? Or is it second one? last? Oh, second last. Okay, yeah. I'm really keen on monophilia. That was a really good run. Um, I'm very confident. So get on, Belly. Um, <laughs> I 
with um, Tyler, I think, um, what is it? Intent. Intent. Um, on the on the quick backup, I like him on the quick backup, especially over over a trip, and um, I think Tim Clark will rate it strongly out in front. But um, yeah, obviously the danger is Montefilia, but I'm sticking with my first pick intent. Well, I was sitting on intent, but I just heard Dad. Yeah, and I was tossing between the two. I thought, and I, I, I back picking intent. I back Montefilia's <laughs> last uh, last race too, and I was pretty run. upset. That he didn't get there. So uh, you've convinced me. You've swayed me. I'm jumping on to feel you as well. The only knock on it is the seven, Barry 17. But he's, got, he's, got, he's got the king of the south. Uh, king no. of Sydney. <laughs> Hugh Bowman. Sir John Hugh. If there's anyone that can steer it from Barry 17. It's over 2,400. Let's get him home. Let's go. Montefilia. All righty. Now we get across to our best bets of the day. All right. So uh, Tyler. So, You've been pretty hot at the best bets. Yeah. Um, $5 winner last week, $4.40 winner the week before. Yeah, we're going with another uh, $5 here, and it's, I think it's Juas. I think it was in... Juas. Yeah, Juas. What race? Ramwick. Oh, I can't remember what race it is. Race five? Yeah, race five. We'll think it over. A very good mare that I've been following. She had a good return a few weeks back and stormed at home to get third um, out at Newcastle. She's stepping out to a trip that she's best suited for. She won the... Oh, I can't remember what race it was. The app. Where is it? Adrian Knox, that's what it's called. Won the Adrian Knox over this distance. Um, has a very good record, um, and I'm willing to risk think it over at a dollar ninety. I don't, I don't think it should be a dollar ninety. Um, I do think think it over is the best horse in the field, but um, scared of the jab? Yeah, nah, I don't, I don't reckon it runs him in that well, and it's, I don't like Bossy either. How so, can you not like Bossy? I don't like him, man. Bossy is magnificent. So I, I reckon and. The trainer's been saying, like, wait till this horse gets over over a trip and it will show its best. So, at five bucks, I think that's a good bet. And it's a small field as well, so. Lovely. That's always, uh, if you ever talk, ask Dicho what he looks for in a best bet, although you probably would not ask him at the moment because I don't think he's landed one this year. Yeah. He's landed one at the that start. That was dollar seventy, I think. Yeah, he was going on as probably. number one tipster. Yeah. <laughs> but he always said, if you're looking for a best bet, look for small fields. And quality horses. There was another one I was tossing up for on Friday at Mooney Valley, True Marvel, at $2.70. And I think that's a, I think it'll pants him. It's a 3,000 metre race and I absolutely smoked him at Mornington the other week. Beautiful. Modra, best bet? Uh, Sydney race seven, uh, number two, Mallory. It's looking at the 1600s <coughs> in the Daly Flight Stakes. It's a good race. Uh, came second last start. Probably come third on second on protest. Um, it's looking for the further distance. Um, so that's the best bet. Um, we're going to talk about Kalgoorlie tomorrow. We will so. be. Yes, okay. Right. Uh, Bellman, who are we going for best bet, mate? Um, best bet, I, um, I think I just love the toughness um, of Very Elegant, which I've tipped it earlier. But, yeah, mate, you um, can double down, don't you worry. I think I'll double down on Very Elegant because I think she's, like we keep saying, she's the best horse. I think she's the toughest horse. And um, I think she gets it done. Reminds me a bit of Blair Bell as a boat, yeah, a as, a, as a horse. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very tough. Yeah. Well, this way you wouldn't want to run into very elegant. Like, you wouldn't want to run into Blair Bell. <laughs> you wouldn't want to run into Blair Bell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got a feeling you don't like to be beat, mate. Hey? I've got a feeling you don't like to be beat like a beater. Oh, no, no. That's why it's nobody, down, nobody likes, likes to be beat. That's called white one. Yeah, that's like a bit down. He's a bit down. Those elbows are sharpened. He's been wronged with the sandal. Those elbows are sharpened. All right, my best bet, are we going to go Flemington Race 9, number one, ASAR. He's been right around the mark without winning. He's been running against some real quality Group 1 horses. He finally gets to a race where it's not so a good field. 
Um, he was one length. He come fourth, one length fourth of Sierra Sue and the Rupert Clark. Um, and if he'd won that, it'd be probably a dollar fifty-two dollars. So four dollars forty. I think this is quite a good bet here. And um, I've been waiting for him to finally find a winnable race. And four dollars forty looks like a good little bet. I thought the exact same. Eh? Yeah, like I knocked it because of it's how much he goes up in weight. Yeah, it's fine. I think there's a reason for it because it's yeah. gone from uh, right at the top to a mid, you know, mid to low, low Four class build. But yeah, all right, uh, Tyler, you got any specials for us, mate? So I'm actually bringing back my future bet this week. Bring out the future uh, bet. I'm going Profondo three dollars fifty for the Spring Champion Stakes. Oh, that was a good run last. Yeah, last it should have bloody won a very expensive horse. Horse, I think it's like worth one point four million. That it cost them. Uh, which is really ridiculous. I, I don't know how people pay that much money for a horse. Um, but it's out of deep, deep impact. Um, it's very, Deep impact's good over those longer distances as well. Yeah. Um, but it's the last run last week. It was, it was very good. It should have won, but it was all over the shop. Um, it was gone it was gone to the um, rail. It was gone out. It was horrendous. It looked very green. So hopefully steps it up a little bit and wins it for $3.50. I think it's 8th of October. Lovely, mate. Sounds good. Uh, before we get into any anyone else's, I just want to quickly throw out there. Um, so I tipped it last time at run. I'm not going to tip it, but Regan will. He's putting it down as his crackerjack. Tomorrow in the Hannon Stakes at Kalgoorlie, I think it's race number seven. Special views running. That's right. Our, our absolute beauty. Uh, it's a 150k thousand race. Um, a winner gets 97k, so you can bet your bottom dollar if that wins. Me and Regan will be partying. I'll be in, actually in um, Darwin, and you can tell you right now, the roof will be truly li- lifted off its <laughs> off, off, off monsoons. Of, off monsoons. <laughs> uh, he was at $17, he's in the 14. So, Regan, unfortunately for you, mate, you get 14s because you're not here. <laughs> uh, and only 0.5 of a unit as well. Yeah, <laughs> and only 0.5 of a unit. Uh, but, yeah, no, so that's in the Hannon Handicap. It's a pretty good field. So I wouldn't be going over the top, but at the same time, special view at 14s. Um, make sure you've got a little something on it. But yeah, Mo- Modra, you got any special for way, so if you're betting man 20 by 80, if you're a small part of 5 by 15. And, um, <laughs> if, and like if you're on a sports bet, you can put it in this um, same race multi. And, and if you're you know, reluctant, just put it to come third or fourth or top, you know, top three. Yeah, I'm at the top weights today and tell yeah. them we're coming. Tell them coming, yeah. And that's um, funny as, as funny as, yeah. yeah. Um, if it leads, it's going to be in front with 200 to go. So hopefully it's in front 200 minutes later. Yeah, hopefully it gives you a sight for your bet anyways. And Calgary Cup, I like that sugar king with uh, pikey on it. Um, so if you want to do a double, do a uh, special view maybe... Uh, for win into sugarcane, or you can do both bets. A uh, special view for a place in the sugarcane to win. Yes, yeah, so. lovely. Sounds good, mate. Uh, Belly, got oh, any spe- any I'm any good roughies for us or anything like that? Couple of some decent money you got. Um, uh, in the last race at Flemington, uh, Samizdat. Um, oh, yeah. It was one, it yeah. was a it wasn't a very good run last uh, last start at um, was it Caulfield? Or, yeah, I think yeah, it was wherever, Caulfield. But oh, it might have been Moonee Valley. I think it's Moonee Valley. Oh, it takes it takes a while to warm up. A lot of horses needs don't a, need, it needs and Flemington, it, and I think it needs Flemington. It doesn't uh, doesn't like oh, it doesn't mind the wet. I think um, and it's dropping. Oh, oh actually. Yeah, it doesn't mind the weather. I think it's got a good barrier. I forgot what barrier it's got, but yeah, like we said, Flemington, Flemington shouldn't really matter. I think uh-huh. it, I think it'll it'll take a while to wind up, but I think it'll be um, I think it'll be there in the finish. And also, devout hero Flemington race three. Um, I think it's over the odds at nineteen dollars. Lovely, mate. Well, uh, blinkers first time, so 
If you like Belly's tip there, make sure you just do a Sam race multi. Sam is that top four ace hard to win. Because that might be the right bet there. Yeah. And I reckon you I reckon we might get twenty to one there, Belly. Yeah, I reckon we might that, I, reckon. I reckon we might share the odds there. Yeah. <laughs> no Alrighty. Uh well I'm gonna go to the gym special. Uh, I'm just gonna do give you a cheeky little double. I'm surprised he didn't have it as his best bet. So I'm gonna go to Doomden in the last, I think it might be race nine. Number two, Enterprise Pom. Oh, yeah. The old boy tipped it um, yeah, about a month back in um in sure a one. hot group two. I'm on it already. Yeah. Yeah, where he, um, he he went to the lead, worked hard to get there, and absolutely, uh, you know, he was there with 50 metres to go. He, he had no right to be where it, where it finished. So I think at 2 was 90 odds, it's Easy well money. and truly over the odds. It probably should be run dollar 50 in that field. Um, and we cannot neglect it. Actually, we might get a quick cheeky classic after you of this one. But on the Sunday, um, we've got the NRL Grand Final. So I'm going to throw out Nathan Cleary as the Clive Churchill medal at $4. So you multi that up, you get the double, that's $11.50. Uh, thanks to Regan, that's a two-unit play. So we'll be getting 23 <laughs> units. We'll get 23 units, um, and Regan will get hopefully get a lot more than that, especially with you. But yeah, all righty. Um, Belly, have you got any tips for us for the Waffle Grand Final this weekend? Um, no, I haven't even thought about it. Um, no, Chef not Rio off the top of my head. Who do you think is winning, Serbia or, or South Rio? Um, well, I, think, I know South Fru got a couple outs. So Who are they missing? Um, I think that's Schlenschlog or whatever he's... Schloif? No, Schlenschlog or whatever his name is. He's, oh, I don't know. He's, um, he's, I think I heard last night he's gone for surgery or something, so I don't think he's playing, but oh, yeah. I don't know how true it is, but I just I haven't looked into it, but um, I think Serbi should be too strong. Uh, Hopefully, uh, I'm on the South Rio currently. Yeah, I'm all, I prefer South Rio. I played with um, Jimmy Miller before. Like, yeah, he's, both in the he's a good player. He's fucking good, man. He, yeah. he was getting looked at by GWS and yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, he's a good player. He's fucking okay. Takes grass. Is that, is that Parker yeah, playing for um, South Rio? Yeah, he is. He's got frying pants. He's the Parker, isn't he? Yeah. If you had to throw out a um, Simpson medal, who are you going to throw out there? Just one Greg Clark. Greg Clark, skipper. Captain of the team, isn't he? Kitchens is captain. Okay. And I think, yeah, go Greg Clark. Greg Clark? All right, cool. All righty, so there's your inside goes for the Waffle Grand Final, uh, which is at Optus Stadium. I think they've got the biggest crowd there in 20 years. So um, that should be an absolute belter. There you go. Watch the Colts. Just a quick one before we finish off as well. I've got another little future bet for Wednesday. Uh, down in Northam, uh, I can see Clara, my horse, is racing. So okay, it's, been look, it's been looking for a longer distance as well. The weight's come out on Friday. Um, and it got scra- it's been scratched from two races in Northern because just because of its bad barrier, it misses a kick, but it flies home late and only just got pipped Bit last fitness. week. Yeah, yeah it just needed the fitness. It only had one trial in, so he wasn't going to win um, that last race. So I was surprised he even got third. Um, but yeah, down in Northern, bunch of donkeys, and this bloke should win hopefully. <laughs> Beauty hope, otherwise he's a donkey. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh yeah. Um, all right, sounds good, Tyler. Thanks, mate. If only we were in a position where we could um, measure sports, but for a bring your own market special view and I see Clara on the Wednesday, <laughs> we get our fifty to one. Yeah. I wish we could get Mick, like, Mick Malloy with his Mick Malloy's multis. I think he'd be around the five dollar mark. I think he'd be borderline favourite, depending on who's in the race. I can't remember who was oh, in just the race. Back to special view and then have the lot on the. <laughs> yeah. On the yeah, that's it. Don't worry. Straight into a future bet for Sir Marcus. But all righty, so that wraps.
rounds off this week. So thank you to Belly and Old Boy for jumping on this week. Uh, if they go well this week, you never know. We might even see them a bit more. Um, especially now Belly's got a few uh, free weeks up his sleeve until he goes back to pre-season. Belly's in if Ditcho keeps tipping the way he does. Well, <laughs> Ditcho's on very thin ice. I mean, <laughs> pulling out because you go have dinner with the missus. Jeez. And trying to pull out units as well. Yeah, you wait. But all right, that wraps us up. So thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully you made it the whole way through because we got some absolute crackers there. Um, and remember, where's the lock? Oops. Crackers.